conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples podcast. This is episode number 101. Not to be confused with 101 Dalmatians, this is 101 podcast episodes, and that is my very sad attempt at being funny. (laughs) This is episode 101, very special one for you. You have the right to be happy even when your partner isn't. So right there, Emilia was not happy with my joke. (laughs) but i'm gonna be happy about it because i thought it was good okay no but seriously so as always thank you to next level podcast solutions for producing 101 episodes of this podcast and and shout out to next level podcast solutions they produced 1764 episodes in just 2023 in a single year next level podcast solutions produced 1764 episodes which is crazy to think about so thank you for all that you do thank you for making us look and sound better than we really do (laughs) uh we appreciate you no seriously though and uh if anyone has a podcast or wants to start a podcast reach out to me immediately (laughs) 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 we're having fun already okay so as always sweetheart before i take this episode completely off the rails perfect what is your intention for today's episode mine is very um might come off a little sharp but It's very succinct. So my intention for our listeners on this episode is to illuminate the fact that staying small doesn't help anyone. Staying small does not help anyone. Mm -hmm. Fire. Okay. So we had a listener reach out to us and book a relationship talks coaching session, free 30 minutes. And we met this listener. Shout out to you. You probably know who you are if you're listening. If you're not listening, shame on you. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you so much for taking a chance on this. It ended up being so powerful. It was awesome. It was awesome. And so we hope you're both uh, listening to the show, which is great. Dialing in from Thailand. It was great. Yes. Early morning, like 6.30 a.m. It was insane. You guys rock. Yeah. Wow. From Thailand. Awesome. So shout out to Thailand. Shout out to that. So these listeners will keep it anonymous always. And unless we get explicit uh, feedback in advance that we don't have to keep it anonymous, by the way. So mm-hmm. I want our listeners to understand that. So they uh, had a challenge and the challenge was the the female in the relationship woke up very tired, not in a great mood. And the male in the relationship was very overreacting to that, was very quick to cater to that other person's needs and uh, really didn't feel like he could be big and empowered and happy and bubbly. I think bubbly is the best way to put it. Uh, Didn't feel like he could be bubbly while she was down and out. Mm -hmm. And I know that in the past I have felt that way. I I will share this story. I had a a past partner in my mid-20s. I lived with her. We we lived on a lake. And I had a tough car accident when I was 26 years old. And I'll be brief about this. But 
the, the, the shortest version I can possibly give you is that I was very successful from the outside in prior to 26 years old. And after that car accident, I decided that was not the way. And I want to go all in on personal development and I want to be successful from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So instead of achieving at the expense of fulfillment, I started to focus on fulfillment and then let success sort of be a byproduct of that. And I remember my intimate partner's friends actually reached out to her a couple months later because I was so happy, so bubbly, so growth oriented, so empowered, so inspired, so fit. I was going to the gym every day. I was doing my thing. And they actually reached out and said, are you okay? And she's like, what do you mean? She ended up telling me about this. And and they're like, well, Alan's so happy all the time. Like, how do you deal with that? (laughs) And I remember thinking to myself, whoa, if they were going to be worried about you, it would have been before when I was miserable, not when I'm happy. But unfortunately, misery loves company. We know that. So this episode, if you've ever felt like I did, where you have to kind of walk on eggshells around someone who really isn't fulfilled or or is struggling. And by the way, to those listeners, we realize that that is not the case. Um, you're not deeply unfulfilled or anything. You just no. had a tough night's sleep. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you've ever been out there and you've felt like you had to sort of cater to the energy of your partner and you had to kind of dial yourself down and your happiness and your fulfillment and your bubbliness and your bigness down Mm -hmm. in order to kind of compensate for the fact that your partner is struggle bus then this episode's for you heck yeah and i think that what we illuminate not only in this episode but what we illuminated to that conversation with this awesome couple this conscious couple was the fact that there was an unconscious belief that was contributing to their challenges so the belief that was within the male in this partnership was that if my partner is struggling or if my partner is in pain it's my responsibility to get them to a better emotional state and so often we have that unconscious belief because of our upbringings. And we got into this and we won't get super deep into this, but when you grow up and you have a childhood where honestly, there's a lot of challenge in it and it's probably better for you to shrink or be small or go run run away when mom and dad are fighting or if there's a situation that you're constantly being faced with where you have to go hide and be small and or be taking care of your parents after a fight, you end up having this narrative built within you and conditioned within you where you are responsible for making other people feel better than when they currently are feeling I had that negative. Sure. Yeah. 100%, I had that. We find that oftentimes in a lot of relationships. And I think that with that unconscious narrative, that being brought into relationships, it doesn't matter how emotionally regulated or where your partner might be that could actually be the dividing line that actually has you two growing apart. I want to bring this up as well. So there are times in you and I's relationship where I'll ask myself, am I purposely trying to be down so that she caters to me? Yeah. And I I don't think I, whenever I check in with that, it's like, no, you're just down and struggling. And yeah. if anything, you need support. But I realize that in past relationships, there were friends and family members and past intimate partners where it's almost like they would purposely be quote unquote down mm-hmm. so that I would fawn and cater. Right. And and almost like an energetic guilt trip. Like, oh, you're unhappy because I had to work late. And so now because you're unhappy about that and I know it, I'm going to not work late. 
when mm-hmm. in reality this is aligned for me mm-hmm. and i i had a lot of that crap it's called passive aggressive but it's 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 sort of like manipulating your partner unintentionally with i have this one friend i'm thinking of back back when i was young he would always be grumpy and I remember it was so annoying because we would play video games. We'd do these LAN parties. And if, you, if you're older, you'll remember LAN parties. But it was before the internet and you, before like online gaming. And you would just get together with friends and you'd all play. You'd link up your Xboxes and you'd all play. It's like mm-hmm. a fun, really fun gathering. And when this person wasn't having fun, everyone kind of knew the LAN party was over. Mm. You know those people? That's unfortunate. It's super unfortunate. And And now I realize that this person was just kind of whether it was conscious or not, was kind of getting everyone to sort of cater to their needs mm-hmm. rather than, hey, man, if you're in such a bad mood, just leave. Let us have fun. <laughs> and so, again, I want to make it clear that the listeners that we're referring to were not doing this. Definitely not. The listeners we were referring to, uh, one of them had an upbringing where the parents were fighting a lot. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there was a conditioned response of, I have to go hide away and be small until the storm ends. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of fear around if my partner is not emotionally well, I need to go kind of recluse and or take care of them to make sure everything's okay. Therefore, and I, I really, don't have the right to be happy when my partner isn't. Exactly. And that's exactly the point of this episode is therefore I don't have the right to be happy unless my partner's good. Yeah. I have to take care of them first again. before I can be happy. Yeah. And again, that's because of what I thought was really interesting and really cool about this conscious relationship was the fact that the woman in the partnership didn't actually have that core belief that my partner's emotional state is my responsibility, but rather she was able to be more of a reflection, more of a mirror of, Hey, what I'm noticing in your conditioned patterns is whenever I'm in an emotional state, that is what we talk about is like unpleasant, kind of emotions so like sadness pain suffering hurt there she doesn't really necessarily have the belief that it is her partner's responsibility to take care of her and to try to get her to a better state as a matter of fact she has a really positive relationship with those less pleasant emotions and she can see the beauty in that how could you tell um she had how i could tell was that like how her relationship to suffering was a lot more it wasn't as heavy and it she had more higher belief within herself that she could lead herself through a negative what people often refer to as a negative emotional experience so like she woke up with like a couple hours of sleep and she believed in her ability to work through that yeah and she took responsibility for it definitely um when we were on the session and, and in this episode I've already articulated I think everyone's experienced being in relationships with people where they use their own state of I'm in a good mood versus I'm in a bad mood to kind of control other people. Yeah. Uh, I I knew that that wasn't the case in this relationship. Yeah. And you knew as well. That partner was not doing that. Yeah. Hi, my name is Jason Blackstock and this is my wife, Lisa. We got connected with Alan and Amelia a few months ago through friends. and We were trying to look for ways to strengthen our relationship. And right away, we just noticed with Alan and Amelia how, like, how they made us feel so calm and, like, everything that they did with us was gentle and it felt so, um, like, we could let our guard down right away. 
And that was something that allowed us to open up and, and just get closer so quickly. So, yeah, I felt it was very easy to connect with them and the, their intuition for our situation was very surprising to me. Um, both past and present, they just knew us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they picked up on things that we didn't even think they would. They just, even in our mannerisms and the way we would look at each other at certain points in the conversation, it was just really cool to feel like they understood us. And it gave, it really gave us all the tools that we needed to work on us um, when we weren't talking directly to them. So we had um, like homework to do and things to work on. And it just, it really elevated our relationship in big ways. And I'm, I don't, I think we're both really excited to keep working with Alan and Amelia because it, um, you're never done working on your relationship. And I just feel like that is, if, if we're good, then the rest of our world is good with our children and our four kids. So yeah, we're very grateful that we met Alan and Amelia and are looking forward to the future. What I want to uncover is how did we know that that was not the case? And I know you just tried to answer that, but let's be a little... I think that the uh, the female and the partner is... Or I'm sorry, the female in this relationship was a lot more emotionally attuned and emotionally aware and emotionally mature. And so you think that most people who are doing that sort of I emotional manipulation are just not aware they're even doing it. They're not aware. Okay. And and here's the thing. It's just it comes an unconscious back down way to, to get your needs met. Kind of like a baby crying. It's, it's yeah. still that And it same comes idea. from this core belief of it's my responsibility that we get injected into us at a very young age. And we just don't, we never check our beliefs around relationships and how our responsibility is to make sure the other person, whoever it is, is doing well. So yeah. it's like we... And it might have nothing to do with you. It might, it might not even be maybe... You know, maybe they had a tough day at work. Maybe they has nothing to you know, do with Maybe you. they're thinking about, you know, something they're processing and going through. And so yeah. now I want to, we're going to transition to the difference between a codependent relationship and an interdependent relationship, which this mm -hmm. couple in particular that reached out felt like there was some codependent tendencies mm -hmm. still from their past that they were bringing into the relationship. So can you articulate what the difference right. is between a codependent and interdependent relationship? Is? Before I even do that, what I want to say is if you have two people in a relationship that both hold the belief that it is my responsibility to make sure that no matter what state my partner is, I'm the one that's responsible for getting them into a better state and always being in a happy mood, a good mood, whatever if you have two partners in a relationship that both hold that, they're always going to be taking care of one another at the expense of themselves. And this is where we start to come into codependency. Codependency is I need to make sure that I'm putting you first before I put me first. And that's what one partner in this relationship was doing, the male. And why I noticed that this was going to be, there's a possibility, a strong possibility that this couple can transition into an interdependent relationship, which is one that doesn't need to put the other's needs before their own. As a matter of fact, they have the ability to put their needs first and then take care of their partner after. The difference in that was the fact that the female in the relationship was a lot more emotionally mature, emotionally aware, and emotionally in tune Therefore, she didn't have that belief that it was her responsibility to take care of her partner's needs first. So she is kind of the guide in this relationship. And what's wonderful about that is that she is open to helping her partner 
walk through this emotional development, emotional attunement, emotional awareness, and emotional maturity. And that will help him shift from the codependency tendencies of, I need to make sure that I go take care of my partner before I even think about having the right to be happy, can shift from that into more interdependent, which is, I don't need you, but I want you. And I want to support your needs. Is that okay? AKA, I don't need you to be well. Yeah. I don't need to make you well. I don't need to try to appease and make sure that you're good, but I still want to support you. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. And one of them is kind of abundant. Like, I don't I don't really need to react right now, mm-hmm. but I still want to support you. And I think that uh, yeah. we, we said something on the call that I want to make sure we bring here to the table, which is codependence is I need Emilia in order to survive, mm-hmm. and I use oxygen as an example, if the oxygen came out of this room, I would need, we need oxygen. We mm-hmm. would not be able to function. Nope. If Emilia left this room, I still need to be able to function. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm super codependent. Yeah. And so the opposite of that is I don't need Emilia, but I still, despite that, choose Emilia and want Emilia and desire Emilia, and mm-hmm. that's abundant. The example that we used in the, relationship talks coaching session was a codependent relationship has a belief of I'll take care of Emilia for me and Emilia will take care of me for Emilia. That's codependence. Interdependence is I'll take care of me for you and Emilia will take care of herself for me, Mm -hmm. AKA for the we. And hopefully that all lands. But at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is check in. Are you able to stand on your own two feet even when your partner's not great yeah even when your partner's struggling because you don't want to jump in the hole with them <laughs> because that's not helpful instead you can extend a ladder and say when you're ready climb on out and have some pizza with me yeah this is that analogy of the like if there's ever a situation where you're in a plane put on your mask first before you go and put it on the mask of you know a child someone next to you etc and i think syntax for our listeners really really matters especially if you are feeling like you can resonate with the partner in this relationship who was taking care of the needs of his partner assuming coming to the assumption unconsciously that that is his responsibility if you resonate with that likely you're putting on the oxygen mask or you feel it's your duty it's your responsibility to put the oxygen mask on your partner first before you in syntax in this situation matters because that compounds over time to where all the time you're just putting the mask on your partner putting oh that's going to run out so quick the oxygen in your relationship is going to run out so quick and it will start to crumble as a result of that so syntax matters in this situation are you tending to put the mask on your partner before you even consider putting it on yourself. If that's the case, then you're likely struggling to have and feel into this right that you are able to be happy and fulfilled and abundant in your relationship, even when your partner might not be. Because emotions are all temporary states. And to switch that syntax would be really beneficial for you if this is something that you're struggling with to put the mask on yourself first, because then you can actually, instead of jumping to conclusions or instead of assuming the responsibility of your partner's emotional state and getting them to a better place, you actually are pausing and reflecting in that moment to say, 
what would actually be aligned. Because if you're always just jumping to the constant need and aid of your partner, you're actually not giving them the opportunity for them to learn how to address and meet their needs emotionally on their own accord. So you're pulling away those opportunities for both of you to grow and actually learn about one another, which is such a fundamental component when it comes to relationships growing together and not apart. The best metaphor I can think of is I used to do this. Instead of taking my ship into the storm with you and then we both crash amongst the rocks, I'll be a lighthouse and I can guide you home to the harbor. Love that. And I think that's really powerful as well. The lighthouse is abundant. It doesn't have to go into the storm in order to yeah. you know, make you feel not alone in it. Definitely. Okay, so... Uh, As you know, based on this entire conversation, Relationship Talks Coaching is awesome. (laughs) Uh, No, but seriously, if you struggle with this, and and if you're out there listening, just think to yourself, which partner am I? Do I tend to put the oxygen mask on my partner first, Mm -hmm. or do I tend to put the oxygen mask on me first? And then ask the same question about your partner, and then book a Relationship Talks Coaching session so that we can go deep on whether or not you are codependent, interdependent, independent, or dependent, which again... We want to shift everyone. Everyone's a little bit of codependence. Yeah, Everybody's you, got a little bit of codependence. Start there. Yeah. Financial codependence. I mean, there's a lot of emotional codependence, physical yeah. needs codependence. So we can shift from codependence into interdependence. And that's really a healthy, positive, to me's growing into the powerful we sort of framework that we want to get everyone towards. And yeah. so... I don't know a single person who hasn't struggled with codependence, at least to some extent, with their family or friends or intimate partners in the yeah. past. So there's no guilt or shame around this. It's just a progression. We're all a work in progress. So reach out, click the link in the show notes, book a half an hour with us. It's completely free. We love to meet our listeners. There is no strings attached. You do not have to coach with us or anything like that. We love, love, love to have these conversations with our listeners of the Conscious Couples Podcast, just like shout out to these two listeners that we got to meet from Thailand. Heck yeah. And I just really want to celebrate them because I think that even just holding the female in this partnership, like it is because of her ability and her courage, quite frankly, to work through those emotional states to where suffering doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Pain or struggling in your mood doesn't mean mean it's a bad thing she has obviously been the one to show that it is okay to put on your mask first before you put it on the others which has likely inspired her partner to to have such humility that he had coming into this call which I just want to celebrate the heck out of him for because now he's actually able to gain new awarenesses and totally transform so I'm super excited like I said in that call, I'm super excited for both of them because both of them are going to be able to transform through this greater awareness of understanding what's at the root of this challenge and what are some easy things that they can do. So that would not have happened if this partner was extremely insecure. And if this partner was an in- in- extremely insecure around this, they would not have the transformation that's possible. So what I want to do is not only celebrate them, but I also want to invite anyone that is in this situation that might be struggling and deep down might have a deep insecurity around this arena. Alan and I will be hosting our first 2024 Relationship Talks event around overcoming insecurities in your relationship. If this was an insecurity for this partner and they didn't overcome it, would they, here's the question, would they ever have the opportunity to transform like they are now? The answer is no. So we want to encourage every single listener that's out there to join us on our next free Relationship Talks coaching 
event, if you will, where you can get around other conscious couples and singles who are struggling in this arena, just like you are, and who want to cultivate more love in 2024. So that will be January 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link will also be in the show notes for you to come hang with us. You do not have to put your camera on. You do not have to put your microphone on. You can just listen in if you'd like. You can type in the chat or not. You can engage or not. You can be on camera or not. You are welcome. We hope to see you there. Please register now. Again, that's this Thursday, which is which, which, what's the date? January 18th. January 18th. Mm -hmm. And we will see you there. As always, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. That's 101 episodes in the bank. Whoop in the bank thank you for sticking with us this is a journey we're all a work in progress and hopefully you're all seeing your relationships flourish i want to check in with that if you've listened to five episodes if you listen to 10 episodes if you listen to 101 episodes we hope that your relationship flourishes to the extent mm -hmm. that you stay with us on this journey reach out anytime we appreciate it as always it's not about you or me it's about the, the we. we we'll talk to you next time bye everyone Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is a Lazarus88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.